Yes. Welcome to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of FlagAndBanner.com. Through storytelling and conversational interviews, this weekly radio show and podcast offers listeners an insider's view into starting and running a business, the ups and downs of risk-taking, and the commonalities of successful people. Connect with Carrie through her candid, often funny, and always informative weekly blog. There, you'll read, learn, and make comment about her life as a 21st century wife, mother, daughter, and entrepreneur. And now it's time for Carrie to get all up in your business. Thank you, Sun Gray. This show, Up in Your Business with Carrie McCoy, began as a calling. After four decades of running a small business, I felt I had something to share. I wanted to create a platform for not just me, but for other business owners and successful people to pay forward their experiential knowledge in a conversational way. If you miss any part of today's show or want to hear it again, there's a way. And Gray will tell you how. Listen to all UIYB past and present interviews by going to flagandbanner.com and clicking on Radio Show. Or subscribe to our podcasts wherever you like to listen by searching Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. Also, you may simply like flagandbanner.com's Facebook page to watch our live stream and receive timely notifications of upcoming guests. Back to you, Carrie. Thank you again, Gray. My guest today is Mr. Lance Turner, online editor of Arkansas Business Publishing Group of Little Rock, Arkansas. In 1999, Lance began working for Arkansas Business as a reporter. It wasn't long before he was recognized as a star. His intellect and willingness to work hard garnered him a promotion to overseer of all web content for the many magazines and newspapers of said publishing group some of which are Arkansas Business Magazine, Little Rock Soiree, Little Rock Family, Arkansas Bride, and Greenhead. You may have seen Lance on THV 11 this morning with his weekday news report or as a guest panelist on AETN's Arkansas Week, a public affairs program. But what do you really know about this familiar face in our community? If you search his name online, He's everywhere talking about news and politics, but never about himself. So who is Lance Turner? He's laughing and chuckling to himself. (laughs) Well, today we're going to find out. It's a pleasure to welcome to the table the mysterious, well-read, and (laughs) hardworking online editor of Arkansas Business Publishing, Mr. Lance Turner. Wow. That is, I'm curious now. I want to know about me. It's true. Yeah. Isn't it? What, in terms of what I what I post and put out there and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. Um, I'm not really. I don't know. I'm not an oversharer. I would say oversharer. Not not one of those oversharing people. I I, I don't want to be that. I think that's kind of irritating sometimes. Uh, I think he might be talking bad about me because no, I think I'm an no, oversharer. No, 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 no. no, 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 no I'm, I'm saying for me. I'm, I'm saying for me. If I were to overshare, it would be irritating no, and annoying. Because no, I agree completely. I don't want to know what everybody's eating for dinner, and I don't know when they went to Walmart and what they bought at Walmart. That's kind of oversharing. There are fascinating people out there. Believe me, and, and I do want to hear about them. And I'm and I'm and I'm obsessed with the minutia of their lives sometimes because they do cool things and they go to cool places. And um, and so I, I there are those people that I want to know about. Uh, but I don't know that I'm I'm that person. Uh, it, and there are a lot of other stories in Arkansas and Little Rock and in business that are way more interesting than mine. And it's our job at Arkansas Business to share those stories. And so You're a true reporter. Well, I, I try all, to. You are always on the outside 
or are you on the inside? Reporters, you never really know much about reporters. You always know about the guests that they're interviewing. That's the sign of a good reporter. That's good. Yeah. It is. I don't want to hear about the reporter when they've got somebody on. I don't know. You know, I never knew anything about Matt Lowry till he got in trouble for till you learned too much about Matt Lowry, Lowry. right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or my other favorite. Oh, oh, Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose. Probably, yeah. That was a blow. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like that at all. He may have been my favorite talk show on. I, I like. I love the Charlie. Rose. I still watch the clips. I mean, I you, do you, too. You know, on YouTube, and I mean, he's interviewed a lot of great people and had a lot I of great write conversations. Him, I write him letters. Oh, really? I do, and I try to email him. And when I went to New York, I asked him if he'd see me. He never answers me. Well, I'm serious. I do that. I love that Charlie for the best. Rose. It may be for the best. He's too old to be trouble i can handle <laughs> him right. anyway <laughs> all right let's talk about you actually i do know you i know right. your wife you come to dancing into dreamland you've been a great supporter of dancing into oh, dreamland i know you. your wife laura i remember yes. when you had your baby how that's old right. is she she's five she's well, not a baby anymore well that's pretty young elizabeth well you're right not a baby baby uh elizabeth that's right talk about fatherhood well, oh my gosh. Well, I don't, I don't have it figured out. I can tell you that. I mean, and that's, that's one thing you learn pretty quick is that you're, you're probably never going to figure it out, to be honest. Uh, maybe, maybe you do. Maybe you have this great epiphany toward the end, but um, I, I don't have it, have it figured out yet. But that's also kind of part of the fun is, is kind of, um, you know, watching this person grow up and, and getting to help this person kind of introduce them to the world and stuff. I mean, she, she notices new things every day, which is really great. And, um, you know, you'll talk to her about things and you'll introduce, you'll just sort of offhandedly, accidentally introduce her to a new concept, something that you take completely for granted that you know about, that you do, that you do every day. And, and, she, and you can tell that she has never noticed that before, didn't know about it. And a little light comes on and she, she might repeat the word that you said. And in a way that you know that she's taking it in, she's recording it in some way and, and, and going to remember it. Um, and so those are, those are fun moments. And then just having a good time and, and, and getting to sort of relive a little bit of your childhood through her too, which is, is you know, that's really fun. You know, Christmases get really fun again. You know, Christmases get, get a little boring, I think, in, in, in a part of your life. And then when you have kids, man, Christmas is, is awesome. And all those holidays and events and family events and milestones and stuff. So, um, but then you have the thing where, you know, she just will not go to sleep at night. She will not go to bed. And she, she wants to keep coming down the stairs and, and talking to you and your wife. And you're just like, it's time to go to bed now. Can you please go to bed? We, we would like to have an hour where we are just chilling and not maybe not being mom and dad for a little bit. <laughs> but it's great. It's, it's fantastic. It's the best thing that's, that's ever happened to me. So. Don't you wish you had that it, that zest for life that you never wanted to go to sleep? You just couldn't, just oh, always had something. The energy level is just ridiculous. And they just, there's so much, like you said, they're just yeah. dying to get up. So um, you met your wife, Laura, where? I met her through a friend who was working at Arkansas Business, uh, Chip Talby. He was, a, he was an associate publisher for a while at Arkansas Business. And Chip and Laura went to Hendricks College together. And uh, I was hanging out at Chips one night, and uh, he said, hey, I got a friend coming over, Laura. Maybe you want to meet her? And um, sure. And so she came over, and we all kind of went out that night and then asked her out. And then after that, it was we were off to the races. And oh, so, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. It didn't was pretty, take a long? Did not take, did not take very long at all. Yeah. When you know, you kind of know. So. so what school did you go to? If she went to Hendricks, what college is your alma mater? I went to Arkansas State University in Jonesboro. Did you want to be a newsman? Always. Yeah, I think so. I always kind of wanted to be involved in it. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm extremely lucky that I have kind of always known the space that I wanted to, 
to to work in. You are lucky for that reason. There are a lot of people who don't know that and, and won't ever know. Right? Yeah. You went. You your parents were in the business. How did you know? No, uh, my, my my dad was an electrician, and my mother uh, worked uh, was assistant director at our church's uh, child development center, daycare, and preschool. And so you would watch the news. I did. Yeah, I watched watched the news and uh, read the papers, and you know back when there were two papers, and um, I would uh, I'd be in my room and I'd type up little weather reports, and I'd stand in front of my closet door in front of a map and give the weather and and do all that kind of stuff. And then later on, my sister and I would um, with the tape recorder, we'd make our own little radio shows and all that business. And I was always just kind of playing around that, you know, and drawing and writing. Um, and so as soon as I got into high school and there was a journalism program at North Pulaski High School, um, I was on the staff of the Free Spirit and was writing and reporting and became editor. And then um, it came time to figure out where I was going to go to college. And, and ASU was and still is um, known for its journalism program, journalism and broadcasting and, and radio and printing and all that. Um, and uh, went there and took the tour and just, man, just fell in love, walked into that college of communications and just like this is it man this is where i want to be and so um yeah did you think did you think you'd be in front of the camera or behind the camera writing you know um at first i didn't know and the way those programs were structured back then and it's changed now as as it should uh you kind of had to pick your path you had to go print journalism or you had to go broadcast journalism and never the the, never the twain really met you Mm -hmm. kind of choose one or the other um and i uh I went ahead and picked print because I just sort of, it's, I loved writing. I loved reporting. Uh, I loved doing all the stuff that you had to do to put out a paper back then. I love the, you know, the pagination and, you know, designing the, the pages and, you know, budgeting the stories and figuring out what was going to go where and how you're we going to play different stories and the mm-hmm. photography and you know, all that stuff and assigning stories and all that, that was really sort of uniquely part of print journalism. Um, and so, so I chose, I chose that route. It's very layered. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of different stuff. You've got to think. It. Uh, you, you, it's it's very creative to lay it all out and make it all come together at one time. Yes. Yeah. What so, about if you had to put a newspaper together every day? How do those people do it? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's how, a it's a it's a big job. How I mean, often does your magazine come out? We're weekly. We're weekly, so we've we've got it pretty easy compared to the daily folks for sure. I mean, it's uh, if you've ever seen the movie The Paper with Robert Duvall and Michael Keaton. It's a great newspaper film. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about, you know, you start from zero every day. And mm-hmm. that's what you do every day is a blank slate. You start from zero and um, you fill it. So you graduate from Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. You're going to you, you go out and start applying for jobs. Is the job you've got with the company you're at now or is the is, is that the company you first got a job with at a college or where was your first job? It is. Well, so I, I interned at the Jacksonville Patriot newspaper while I was in college. I did a couple summers there. That was owned by McGee Enterprises, the McGee family out of uh, Northern Pulaski County and, and mainly around Cabot. They had the Cabot Star Herald. They had a bunch of papers, Lone Oak Democrat um, and the Carlisle paper, I think. Um, and so I interned there and then coming out of college when it was time to graduate, um, what it boiled down to was Arkansas State had an alumnus Jeff Hankins, he was a graduate of Arkansas State mm-hmm. uh, and a Herald editor, editor of the paper there. And I met him, and he was at Arkansas Business Publishing Group as a publisher and editor of the uh, of Arkansas Business and had been for a while. And so... Um, I thought it was a woman. Well, Olivia Farrell owned the company. 
Oh. She was the CEO. She started it. Didn't She's, she? Yes. And there's a big, there's a lot of history there that, that we could talk about. But yes, she was I okay. mean, pretty much start, started Arkansas Business Publishing Group in, in the mid-90s. But it was this publisher that you met who yes. was an alumnus. Yes, Jeff Hankins, okay. who is now at uh, the Arkansas State University System. Uh, but anyway, I met with Jeff, really liked Jeff. We hit it off pretty well. And so it boiled down to I had an offer from Jeff to work at Arkansas Business. I had uh, had some things going with the Democrat Gazette on the sports desk, which is really funny looking back. And then also... Um, with the Jonesboro Sun. And so that was kind of my three possibilities there. And, so you're uh, working three part-time jobs? No. I, well, I had, a, in terms of, I had uh, oh, interviews. Three I had interviews. You had three options. That's right. Okay. I had interviews with those three. Okay. And um, and so, yeah, I really, I really have only had like two jobs in my life, but um, three if you count the hardware job at Sutherland's um, <laughs> in high school. So, um, so, so, yeah, so it boiled down to Democrat Gazette and Jonesboro Sun and Arkansas Business, and I chose Arkansas Business. I gotcha. And I liked Arkansas Business because, number one, the Jeff Hankins connection, uh, but it also kind of appealed to me because it was a different kind of journalism job. Uh, it was a, it was really weird for journalism because it was a nine-to-five, Monday through Friday job, which was, you know, when you're coming out of journalism school, that's going to be pretty rare. I mean, you're going to be, most of the time, you're going to be taking the really kind of crappy, you know, working nights and weekends, general assignment reporter kind of jobs, but this was this was different, and there was... Uh, long form kind of writing that that I could do. Uh, I got to write the media column called Outtakes. Uh, so I had my own column to start off with. What's, what's a was, media column? So it's a in, in Arkansas business mm-hmm. uh, to this day. We have a column called Outtakes, and it's, it covers uh, the media industry in Arkansas. Movie reviews? Uh, no, we're talking uh, radio stations, TV stations, newspapers. You know, the media business, the business of media in Arkansas is what that is kind of that beat of that column. And so, um, which was, fan, you know, ad agencies as well, you know, all the businesses tied to marketing firms and ad, ad firms. Um, so I got to cover all of that, which was fantastic. As, as someone who grew up loving media and being mm-hmm. kind of a media junkie, man, I ate that up with a spoon. So, mm-hmm. um, so that was, so all of that made for a really appealing package to start a career in journalism. And with. you started in 1999. Yes. And was only a reporter. Yes. For a year. Thereabouts. And then you, they saw your hard work ethic. I think so, yeah. And they offered you a new position that had never existed? That's right. Because it was the beginning of... It was the beginning of the web, mm-hmm. really. And so we had a website that was really just pretty basic for, for even then, where we put a few stories from our print edition up every week. Um, and Jeff Hankins had this vision for a much grander online operation, one that would do daily news, so daily breaking business news throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And the key piece was an e-newsletter component. So we would email e-newsletters to subscribers every day, a daily e-newsletter that would have the latest business news stories in it. So we would we would go from publishing once a week in print to once a week in print, but also five days a week on this e-newsletter product. Well, there online. went your easy life. And there, yeah, so that that's, the schedule drastically changed. Uh, and it was a good time to be doing it because we were all kind of making stuff up along the way because there really weren't a lot of easy templates for some of this stuff. Uh, we were we were among the first, maybe the first, with a daily news e-newsletter product in Arkansas. Uh, certainly, if we weren't the first, we were among the first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was a whole new way of, of doing news business news you're listening to up in your business with me carrie mccoy and i'm speaking today with mr lance turner online editor for arkansas business publications which include arkansas business magazine little rock soiree little rock family arkansas bride and greenhead 
Is Greenhead a hunting magazine? Duck hunting magazine. That's what I figured that Greenhead stood for. I didn't think it was somebody who was envious. <laughs> oh. That's good. <laughs> Thanks. So talk about the discipline of this job. You get up in the morning and do what? Well, I get up about uh, 530, and then I head straight to Channel 11. And I have a segment there. It's about 620, 625, I think. Uh, do two or three minutes of business headlines you know the the day's business headlines where do you um, get your business headlines from the night before or that morning when you get up at five thirty? most of the time i've written it before i left work or before i leave work the the day before but there are times you know if, if news Breaking demands news. you know you add to it and, and whatnot but uh yeah it's a it's a you know it's do you business look at the paper or online news before you leave the house I, yeah, I do. I don't always do it, I, I, which I should. I should say that I roll out of bed and check Twitter immediately, and I just I can't make myself do that. I just can't. I cannot do it. It's just too much. Uh, but I do, often before I go on, I kind of try to get a read on, walking into the studio, kind of what's been happening overnight, and um, I'll check Twitter usually just to kind of make sure. And what time what. did you say you go on? Uh, about 6.24. Four, six twenty-five, something like that. Well, not to be exact, six twenty-four or six twenty-five. Well, but they're exact though. I mean, that's that's usually when it's been hitting lately. And you speak for three minutes. Uh, thereabouts. Do you do another bump, or is that the only one you do? That's the only one I do. I do that that bump there, and then then I'm off to work. And then you get to work. It's probably seven o'clock. About six forty. 6:45 or so and get your coffee get my coffee and uh and then i start working on our first e-newsletter of the day we have a morning newsletter that we put out called the morning roundup and it's sort of an aggregate an aggregated look at business news um it's it's uh, sort of a digest i guess really it's we we i kind of take a survey that's when i really do my survey of what's happened the night before mm. in in the world of business news I, I check wall street journal i check all the local papers i check um, Bloomberg, CNBC. Uh, I search for Walmart, Tyson Foods, Windstream, all of our local companies, just to kind of see what's what's happening. If anything's developed overnight, and then I'll I write that newsletter up, and I try to send that you know sometime between eight and eight thirty, and then I take a breather for a little bit, and then we start working on our noon daily report e newsletter, and that's kind of the the flagship news product that we put out on a daily basis o- online. So what's the first one called? The first one's called the Morning Roundup. And the second one's called the the Daily Report. And is there a third one? Uh, no, but there are about twenty weekly e newsletters that we do as well, and those are um, those are around topics of interest. So maybe you don't want to get daily reports from us every day. Maybe you are just intensely interested in banking and finance news in Arkansas. You can subscribe to our banking and finance e newsletter, and you get that. Actually, that one goes twice a week, but. You can get that twice a week or, or another industry once a week. That is an aggregate digest and some new stuff of all of our coverage up to that point. Is that why you say of you say that you are the online editor for all of Arkansas Publishing? Because it's not like Soiree has an e-blast and Little Rock Family has an e-blast and Arkansas Bride has an e-blast. It's because Arkansas Business has all these categories? No, the, those products do have their own e-newsletters. Do you manage those too? I really... No, um, I kind of at a high level, I, I sort of support those editors and we get together kind of on a monthly basis and, and talk about each of those products and how we can make those products better. But those each of those products have their own editor and they each do their own newsletters and, and they're of they're of different frequencies. Soiree has a daily one. Uh, Little Rock Families comes out twice a week. Uh, Bride is very, um, I think, very specific around when your wedding date is seasonal. Yes, I get, you could say that. 
And then Greenhead Seasonal probably too. Yes. Greenhead's an annual magazine, so uh, its website is year-round. But uh, So how many e-blasts do you manage a week? Just adding that up. Because we do how many gray? Just to get up, just to wrap our head around it. I want to hear how many Lance does, just because it's just oh, going to blow like me away, I bet. Five, I believe, is, we all, do is five? what Flag and Banner does totally. Which is about one every day. And it's a big deal. And you're doing two in the morning, two a day. Two a day plus, you know, another. Plus, plus all those categories. Plus, plus all the 20 some odd categories. How many employees so. do you have helping you do that? Well, I have uh, have myself, and then I have um, another reporter, Sarah Campbell Miller, who works on the web half her time and on the print edition half her time. Uh, I have another person who works for me full time, but also spends a lot of time working on a lot of our other products, getting them online and, and managing their websites. Uh, and then we have our Arkansas business staff, which is six or seven full time people, uh, and they all help me contribute as well to the web. So that's that's kind of the idea. I mean, you know, it's. It's not a big staff. No, it's not. But uh, it's a lot of work. It is. It's a lot of well, work. How fast do you think you read? Do you? Do you you're, sounds like you're a speed reader. I kind of got to be. Yeah. yeah. In my in my daily news consumption. Now, when I'm reading a novel or something, I'm pretty slow. But uh, but when I'm when I'm when I'm scanning news, I mean, I'm I, you, you know, news stories kind of have a formula to them. You kind of know they kind of have their own rhythm and stuff. So you can kind of know where to look for the important things and pick them out. And so and I kind of know what I'm looking for when I'm scanning different news sources and stuff. So I can get through things pretty quickly. Uh, but I miss stuff all the time too. So. So what do you think about fake news? What keeps you from doing fake news? From publishing fake news well that it's fake and bad how can for you our tell? democracy how can you tell <laughs> how can you tell if it's fake yes uh well we have a you know you know right now our, our editor gwen moritz has a has a presentation she's been making to rotary clubs and other groups across the state about fake news and, and i've done a few of them when she, when she can't do them um and there are different there's different types of fake news there's just out and out lies you know there's that's the national Enquirer stuff or the the star tabloid stuff or well you know those are Yes. You, you do know those are, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, that's the trick is that you've got to learn about biased news. You have to be able to differentiate uh, between opinion, analysis, and straight news. And uh, you have to kind of trust, you know, a few key sources. And then you have to also be willing to be well-read and, and read a lot of different sources to kind of get a full picture of what's going on. And, and you have to... Um, you know, when you're when you're watching news on cable news, particularly, you have to watch for certain key things that are kind of tells in terms of, you know, whether this is fake or suspect or they just don't know yet and they're speculating. And there's all those kinds of things that you got to be aware of. And 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 people aren't educated really to know that uh, in, in in many there's cases. There's a lot of speculating because there's so many right. people on TV, so many news channels on TV. They've got so much airtime oh, to yeah. burn right. that it seems like. They just get on there and randomly talk about speculation. I don't have cable TV in my home, and um, I would I would encourage that for most people <laughs> to not to not really not just yeah it's it's why is it necessary we don't it's I think on I think on balance it's it's more bad than good I mean you know I, I just do you have do you have straight TV four seven eleven I do yeah we have the no I mean we have an antenna is because we've cut we've we're those people who've cut the cable you know cut the cord or whatever mm -hmm. so i keep the networks and and so i, I watch my local news obviously and, and i'll dip into some national news a lot of that's just it's it's on at the time of the day when i'm dealing with my daughter and my family and stuff so i don't get to see it a lot but. so if you want to record a show that comes on on four seven or eleven mm -hmm. and you don't have the dvr option on your cable mm -hmm. what do you do 
Uh, I don't. I don't record anything. I mean, so I, if you want to record "Dancing with the Stars," it ain't happening. No, it's not. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, that's the only I'm, reason I miss, I miss out to... the, on the "Dancing with the Stars." <laughs> but we do make time for. Uh, we're making a lot of time these days for uh, for the American Ninja Warrior. We're big Ninja Warrior people. It's so fun. We, yeah, my my daughter loves it. My grandkids love it. <laughs> we watch it all the time. Yeah, so it's appointment television. I mean, it's just like it used to be. I mean, if you want to watch a show, then be there when the show is on and watch the show. You know, and if you missed it, well, well, they'll show it again eventually, right? We got Netflix. You got ne- I, we, you can yeah. live, you can stream everything. We got the Netflix and we got the HBO and the. And the what Amazon. do you think about your industry as a whole? In terms of where it's going. Well, that's the question, right? I mean, that's. I, I mean, I, look at the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. They've gone. Yeah, they're fantastic? going digital. I think yeah. it's great. We we got our iPad. We got our office iPad today. In fact, for our for our office subscription. They're planning the on having it all done by November. Yeah, it's cut the it, cord by November. It's a bizarre feeling that. So, for our listeners that don't know what we're talking about, our main uh, newspaper here in really Arkansas, all of Arkansas, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Do you think they're a competitor of yours? They can be. Yeah. Uh, they have. Walter Hussman, the owner, has mm-hmm. decided to provide $11 million in iPads to the, all the subscribers in the state of Arkansas. I think that's the photo of the year was Walter Hussman standing in the, in the warehouse with all the iPads and boxes behind him. I think that was fantastic. That was a great image. And he's, got, he's making a commitment to going to taking the paper digital. Mm-hmm. The only print you're going to get is on Sundays. Yeah. At first I thought, how am I going to share the paper with my husband? Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, I have lots of ipads and stuff in the house mm-hmm. they tested it in um, blavel and i read in the paper that 30 percent they expect 30 percent of people to drop off it's going to be interesting and and watching those renewals will be interesting too um it's one thing to get those <coughs> subscribers it's another thing to to keep them and that of course that's always the game in this business anyway is the churn of subscribers and we were talking about that at the office today what? Uh, in terms of digital subscribers uh, there was a report about the Los Angeles Times and how it's trying to, like everybody else, make this digital transition. And so its digital subscriber numbers came out, and it was what they were way below what they should have been. And they're dealing with a lot of issues of churn, and they signed up X number, number of people, and then X number of those people didn't renew. And so they got to figure out, well, what are we doing or not doing to keep those subscribers? And so there's this whole strategy that, that you've got to employ that people are still trying to figure out in terms of how to – you know, reduce churn and, and keep subscribers and and um, kind of commu- the kind of communication you need to do to, to subscribers and what you need to give subscribers and just that, that whole thing is an that whole thing is an art and a science. And um, it'll be fun to watch. So, do you think you'll ever go digital? Uh, maybe completely digital. Maybe, maybe. I, I I don't know. I think right now though, we we really. Um, I mean, we see a lot of future in print, and we're doing a lot of we've we've seen growth in print. And we're, we've added um, we've added titles in the past few years, and um, I agree. And yeah, and, and we're um, I'm trying to think I'm trying to say this the correct way. If my publisher Mitch Bettis was here, he's got a great spiel on all this and, and can tell you about it. Um, but we've the, the goal for us is to diversify our sources of revenue, and so we've got we've got this slice that's print and this slice that's subscription and this slice that's events and this slice that's something else and we have a web development company in our in our office as well and so that's another slice and so you know the proportions are going to change but we want the, the pie to get the pie itself to get bigger the, the entire pie it's and an so, enterprise of several businesses under one it is roof. it is yeah and so a lot of publishers are having to having to think in those terms creative right yeah yeah you do you got to be creative and and 
and not maybe, you know, things that you used to say no to, well, maybe you should think about them now. I think people are tired of spam. I think people are ready to touch and hold stuff. stuff. That was, that's just my opinion. We've gone back to uh, snail mail advertising. Wow. Yeah. We, we, we're getting great results out of it. And, mm-hmm. it's, and oddly enough, it's cheaper than Google AdWords. Wow. Google AdWords are expensive these days. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not on the business side of our operation, obviously, but it's interesting times mm-hmm. and um, everybody's trying to figure it out. And we are all very proud and rooting for Walter Hussman. I mean, we, we, mm-hmm. we need the Democrat Gazette to be in Arkansas. I mean, we need it to, to do the good work that it's doing. You need a strong daily paper in your market to make your democracy work. You, you just need it. And so um, I hope it works out for them. I really do. Yes, I do too. So how do you balance your work? And your family, when we started talking about your day, we got to two emails, one in the morning, the roundup, one at noon, and then the afternoons, and we never did finish out with your evenings. So what time do you leave work? I, I try to leave around 3.30. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I just assumed you were going to say, I know you get to work at 6, so that's perfect, mm-hmm. but... I read about you online where you said you had a hard time when your baby was born cutting the cord from work. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's but that was a great motivator, right? I mean, I and I have to I pick her up from school, so which is which is a great thing to be able to do. Um, but it, but so it keeps me. I mean, I'm I'm a lot more efficient with my time than I used to be. I mean, I used to wait. And Laura and I talk about this a lot. We we used to waste a lot of time before we had a child. I mean, we had all this time sitting around that I don't even know what we were doing. But um, that that kind of goes for work uh, too, I think sometimes. But um, uh, you know, so so yeah. So three thirty is when I'm trying to leave. Uh, now there's some days when I do stay if something's happening. You know, news tends to break whenever it breaks, and so if a big story's happening, then I'll then I'll hang around for a little while. But but we've got a good staff. I mean, everybody on our staff, we've got a really experienced um, um, Arkansas business staff. People who've been there for for literally decades. And uh, the they, owner of your business just sold. She sure did. What happened to the staff when that happened? Did it scare everybody? She acts like it was a wonderful thing and she did it perfectly. And I get the feeling she did, but you tell me. I, th- I think she did. Um, and because these things, these things don't off- often go well for the people who are left behind. Um, you know, you've got a generation of business journal owners across the country who are kind of reaching that retirement age and they're kind of looking around to you know, what am I going to do? Am I going to sell this? And who am I going to sell it to? And there are not many buyers out there these days. Um, and the ones that are there aren't taking good care of the products that of the organizations that they buy. Because um, they're because they're stripping them of all their money and yes. downsizing, and yes. they're just taking the cash out of it. Uh, they, yes. So uh, Mitch Bettis, who has been our president and publisher since 2013, I believe, um, purchased it. And from Olivia, from Olivia, and and others, there were other stockholders, but Olivia was was the the major owner there, um, and it was great, and everyone breathed a huge sigh of relief. I mean, it, it really was a nice moment, uh, and has been great, and and he's and he's sort of been running it kind of the way he's wanted to run it for a while now, anyway. So there's no there's no been there's there hasn't been any hard left or right turns since she's left, and he hasn't drastically changed the scope of what we're doing. I mean, it's it's we we've been doing it, and so. Um, it's been really great. It's it's really fantastic. She, she did a great job with with unloading it for sure. So, what are the pl- your plans? Are you going to work there for the rest of your life? <laughs> You've had two probably, jobs in your life. Probably, yeah. I, and and that's and that's fine because is that your dream job? 
Well, I what mean, is your dream job? Well, I don't know. In in a lot of ways, it has been my dream job because I've been able to do a lot of cool things. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm on daily television, which you know, you, if I, if I told this to myself when I was you know ten or something, that that would have been fantastic, right? Fantastic news that when I grow up, I get to be on you know local daily television you know you know every day and then and then sometimes i get to be on arkansas week and sometimes i get to guest host arkansas week which is a crazy dream that that i had when i was i used to watch arkansas week all the time with with my family and uh, so i've been able to do that kind of stuff um then i get to come on shows like this and and I mean, it's just you know and i meet interesting people uh and then i work at a fantastic place um and in a place that has you know been supportive of me and there are great people at our company uh, who are all doing really good work and want to do good work and want to do a good thing. Um, and, and it's hard because we don't always make everybody happy, right? And you, when mm-hmm. you're doing business, it's, people get bent out of shape sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, customers or, or whatnot, or um, you, you can't always do the right thing. And, and people don't always walk away from every interaction happy, right? And it's just the nature of how things are. But um, I think most of the time we have good experiences with people. And, and that makes me feel good. Um, so, I, you know, in a lot of ways it is. A, it, it probably, if I go anywhere else, it probably won't be as good as it is now. And I, and I, try, to, I try to remember that every day when I'm having a bad day. I try to keep that in mind. So you talk about business and Arkansas business, hence the name Arkansas yes. Business Publishing. Do you, when you're on Arkansas Week, you talk about politics, right? We do, yeah. Yeah. Are you just as interested in politics as you are in business? I, I can be, yeah. There's a lot about politics that are interesting to me. Uh, state politics are, is fascinating. And, and, of course, you know, politics and business very tightly intertwined. And so that's that's always an interesting Who's your nexus. most interesting person you've ever interviewed? Oh, man. Who would that be? I mean, I've, I've talked to a lot of a lot of people. Successful people are often really eccentric. And yes, gregarious. They are. Yeah, there's a personality to them. I enjoyed talking to Gina Radke, who uh, do you know Gina Radke? You, no. sh- you should know Gina Radke. Um, and and now I'm gonna now I'm gonna blank on the name of her company. She is the CEO of Galley Support. Galley Support Innovations. Innovations. They make all kinds of hardware and parts for airplanes. She's really a big advocate for Arkansas's aerospace industry. Arkansas is a player in world aerospace, and we export a lot of products in that space. And she's one of the people out there making it happen. Um, it is in Sherwood, Arkansas. So she was, was a good interview. She was, yeah, she was a great interview. We did we did a little video series, and she was part of that. And she was great. Her story is great. Uh, the 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 mission behind her business is is really fascinating. The people that she employs and takes on. Yeah, she's definitely a guest that you should have. She's so got we a great had Charles story. Morgan on a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you interviewed him. Uh, I've talked to him. I haven't sat for like a long form interview with him, but I've talked to him over the years. Who else has you had on that? Who have you? In, who a politician? Uh, well, I've talked. You know, I've talked to Mark Pryor. Um, I've talked to John Bozeman. Um, I've talked to. Uh, I mean, the congressional delegation. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked. I've I've talked a little bit with Tom Cotton. I haven't had. I hadn't sat down with an interview for him, but I've chatted with Tom mm-hmm. Cotton. Um, you think it, he's going to run for president? I don't know. Man, I don't know. A lot of people ask me That'll that. That'll be interesting. I mean, you know, unless he gets drafted for a, you know, a Trump administration job, which, you know, every, every time something comes open at defense or something, his name goes to the top of the list. And... Yes, because he's uh was a Marine, I think. Right, right. So what advice would you give someone getting into the business of news? Well, if they wanted to start like you and it's all different today, how should they start? Well, I mean, you want to read a lot. You want to I, I think you, you know. Writing to me is the bedrock that all this kind of rests on. I mean, if you can write, you can 
I think you can rule the world if you do it the right way, right? I mean, writing mm-hmm. is, is you, you write, it drives everything that we do. How much do you write a day? I write, you, a, I write a bunch. You write a, you write a blog about your daughter? No, I don't. No, what? I don't. No, sorry. Sadly, no. I'm on Twitter a little bit. Yeah, I do, do some when Twitter. When you write all your articles, but I didn't see you had a blog. No, I did. I did years ago. I've got a. I've got a website. I've got LanceTurner.com. It's kind of a placeholder right now. But yeah, there's um, nothing there. There's nothing there. There's yeah, nothing sorry, about you anywhere. Sorry. I used to blog quite a bit, uh, um, but uh, but when you're doing that, plus you're, you know, you want your. I wanted my energies mainly on ArkansasBusiness.com, and if I'm going to be writing, if I'm going, if I'm going to be writing, that's where I should be writing. So that's right. Yeah. Uh, you're burned out probably by the end of the day. Yeah. All right, this is another great place to take a break. We'll continue our conversation with Mr. Lance Turner, online editor for Arkansas Business Publishing Group. We'll be right back. Friends of Dreamland are proud to sponsor Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. Dreamland Ballroom, located on the third floor of the flagandbanner.com building in the historic Taporian Hall, is a nonprofit dedicated to bringing back the music, the history, and the party of the Dreamland Ballroom. Our annual fundraiser, Dancing Into Dreamland, will be a tournament of past champions to celebrate the 10th year. Mark Friday, November 15th at 7 p.m. on your calendar. The night will include a dance competition where audience members text their votes for their favorite acts, a silent auction, free hors d'oeuvres, cash bar, and your opportunity to experience the magic and imagine the music of the legends that played on the Dreamland stage, like Ella Fitzgerald, Ray Charles, Louis Armstrong, and many more. Tickets available at dreamlandballroom.org for the 10th annual Dancing into Dreamland. Be a part of the history of Dreamland. You're listening to Up in Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy, and I'm speaking today with Mr. Lance Turner, online editor for Arkansas Business Publications. We talked about uh, how important we think news is, but it's getting so convoluted. You said that you feel like disconnect from from Com- from Comcast, <laughs> but then you've got to read print, and I'm not sure that print is any better. How do you get the news today? I feel like it's very, very hard. It's difficult to get unbiased news. I mean, I know not to read, not to believe what you read on social media or mm-hmm. on Facebook, but you pick up the newspaper, you read it. They are usually got a slant. Mm-hmm. It's hard to write without putting your own slant on everything your personality if you're a reporter i just think people have to do maybe a little bit more work and and realize you know first of all you know just be well read you don't have to just read one paper you know try to try to sample a little bit of everything you know and realize you know again there are these tells when when you're reading an article it's hard for me to point these things out i guess because it's i can recognize them pretty easily I, i suppose i mean i'm looking for facts I'm looking for things that can be verified. I'm looking for words, you, you know, that tell me that maybe this person doesn't really know what they're talking about. I'm, I'm looking for, you know, partisanship. I'm looking for party affiliations. I mean, I know the Republicans are going to say this kind of thing and the Democrats are going to say this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so there's a uh, way when you look at the news that you can kind of train yourself to wade through the opinions and get down to this is a this is a sentence that's an actual fact right. and not his opinion right verifiable facts stuff that's that you can check out you know numbers hard things incidents that happened things that took place uh and then just and kind of watch for people when they're trying to spin something or i mean i mean you know people are 
are going to, you know, the, again, the Republicans are going to say a thing like this. Democrats are going to say a thing like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you recognize that. Mm-hmm. You hear it every day. And so, um, and, you, and you know, Fox News has this kind of slant. MSNBC has this kind of slant, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you, you kind of, it's predictable what they're going to say and how the, the take they're going to have on an issue. And I always say, you know, if something sounds really too good to be true to you, it probably is, you know. And if mm-hmm. this thing really sounds great to you, particularly in the political space, if this really just speaks to you in a really partisan way, then, then, then maybe it's designed to do that. And maybe it's not designed to inform you or tell you something you need to know. Maybe it's just informed to make you feel good in your bubble. In your, in or your to little, inflame you. Or to inflame you or to get you, or to get you riled up about something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's what social media does. And that's, that's the danger of social media. It's a play on your emotions and your preconceived notions. It's trying to get you outraged. It's an, you know, that that's what that's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, those are the places where you need to kind of beware. I think. And One word to sum you up. Wow, I don't, I, I don't know. Um, okay, two words. Two words. I mean, okay, three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully, I think steady. Wow, that's a you know? good word. I mean, I've been. <laughs> been doing the same thing for 20 years so you are the steady as a rock just said it and forget it kind of thing you know so yeah if you were to give your advice of yourself advice from 20 years ago what would it be and what was i doing 20 okay so i was just starting all this um advice to myself in 20 years it's all going to change so be ready for it i guess i don't think we even knew then kind of how big our industry was going to be upended by all this i mean you know remember in college they were complaining about newspaper subscription rates and the young people don't read news and oh what are we going to do and that was before we really even knew what the internet was going to do i mean that was way before face i mean we're talking 95 to 99 i mean facebook wasn't even a thing in anyone's head yet and so we just of all the businesses you read about and you hear about and you learn about because you're in the middle of it what's the biggest advice you could give to a small business owner um watching relatives who have owned businesses you know i've got i've got relatives and in-laws who mm-hmm. who are small business owners and, and ran businesses they're they're going to know more than i'll ever know about any of that experience you know in terms of advice but don't you see trends don't you see trends out there and you think you know don't do that because that's going to be a dead in five years or, or do this because this is mobile phones are going to be the next big thing you know uh well i mean there are certain fundamentals i mean i think if you treat your customers right a lot of the time that that's going to be enough right i mean i think if you do a good job treating your customers right um and that's what we talk about at our company a lot we we've got this this sort of philosophy about trying to treat all our constituent groups correctly so that's our readers our advertisers our vendors our employees our community i mean there there's a universe of of people and we want to treat them all well you know we don't want to we don't want to try to drive our vendors to the rock bottom lowest price ever and just kill them and not give them any kind of margin. We want them to, to do well because there's a relationship there. And if they do well, we do well. And so we want to, you know, we want to do right by them. We want to do right by advertisers. We certainly want to do right by readers. We want our employees um, to, to have good work-life balance. We want to compensate them as best we can for the jobs that they're doing. We want to help them grow as employees. So we try to do things that 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 uh, help them grow in their careers. Um, so I think that that's not a bad philosophy to live by if so you're a small business owner. Do the right thing. Do the right. Try to do the right thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, do the right thing. Why not? Do the right thing. I always say, don't be afraid to change. You got to be changing. That that too. Uh, Lance, thanks for joining me. Here's your gift today.
Do you have a U.S. Fantastic. flag and an Arkansas flag on your desk? I do not, but you now, now I do. You now have a desk set. That is great. Thank you very much. For those listeners who might have a great entrepreneurial story they'd like to share, send a brief bio or your contact info to me, Carrie at flagandbanner.com, and someone will be in touch. And to all, thank you for spending time with us. We hope you've heard or learned something that's been inspiring or enlightening, and that it, whatever it is, will help you up your business, your independence, or your life. I'm Carrie McCoy, and I'll see you next time on Up In Your Business. Until then, be brave and keep it up. You've been listening to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. For links to resources you heard discussed on today's show, go to flagandbanner.com, select radio, and choose today's guest. All interviews are recorded and posted the following week. Subscribe to podcasts wherever you like to listen. Carrie's goal is simple, to help you live the American dream.